0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing tonight?
1: I am prepared for tonight's episode, Jeff. I went and ate before we started recording. (laughs) Otherwise, we normally talk about food and by the time we're done, I'm like, give me everything in the kitchen.
0: Well, today's show is actually a dining experience that you and I had together when we were on property uh, just a few weeks ago we went to our our guardians of the galaxy preview we're going to talk tonight about a new quick service restaurant at epcot we're going to go with the name connections there there is a couple of different ways to refer to it i'll let you kind of handle that but that's that's what we're going with connections in epcot a new quick service restaurant
1: and for those of you that are trying to figure out where did this go because I'll be honest, there are still a lot of construction walls up. It's mostly in the spot where Electric Umbrella was. It is across from the Creations gift shop. So they gave us two new C names right away, Creations and Connections, and they share that walkway in between. And it's nice to have another quick service option in future worlds, because we know how many there are in World Showcase. But it's usually early in the day when we're at the front of the park. So another option is perfect.
0: I will say this right off the bat. You talk about the the two C words to to bring us in there, connections and creations. The reality is if you're following along on, on any of Disney's social media, you can see the different branding and the different uh, fonts and the different color schemes that Epcot's got going on right now. There's a lot of synergy between these two locations, both the gift shop and the quick service location. They they definitely were created with each other in mind. Uh, it, Without a doubt. It, 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 so right off the bat, you can tell the theming from what they're doing to Epcot has a very specific feel and there is synergy. So for those folks that haven't had a chance to experience yet, that was one of the first things that jumped out to me. But what can you tell us about this particular location?
1: It's huge. It's really a a very large quick service. It has several different elements to it. So one side is the Connections Cafe, which actually has different hours than the other side, which is the Connections Eatery. And they both share an open, we'll call it open slash glass enclosed kitchen because both locations serve Liege waffles, which is what they're trying to make themselves known for. A little bit about those waffles, because I wanted to make sure that I pronounced them correctly. (laughs) They came from Belgium, and pretty much anything you find about them will say that we make them wrong in America. That basically everybody makes them out of batter, and so they're no longer really that Belgium waffle. But here, again, this is Epcot. They're all about authenticity. These are made from a yeast dough, so you can watch in one kitchen where they're preparing the dough and dividing it into the small balls to make the waffle. And then they truck it totally opposite side of the kitchen and you can watch them prepare it, put it down on the waffle maker, the way that they dip it in sugar and see all of that. One of the other trends that we've seen that continues here that I do really enjoy is even though this is quick service, AKA fast food, Disney's really getting into all about the environment. So this is another quick service location where you're eating on actual dishes with real utensils versus paper and plastic. So I do find that makes it feel a little nicer for us.
0: Well, I definitely agree with that. And it was one of the things that you and I notice right away whether it's whether it's utensils or whether it's plates or bowls or cups you know everything again has that look and feel the color scheme is very very specific you've got blues you've got oranges it's very very intentional and so the fact that there there are plates there for you to eat on is something that you notice right away it's it's very very visible as you're walking into the whole thing mostly because there's there's places where you can put them imagine something like a Panera so to speak right I think that's that's probably the best comparison that I can bring to that when you are finished there's a place for you to empty your garbage and stack your your plates is that a fair comparison
1: Exactly, and my dad calls that business genius. Get the customer to do your cleanup work for you. <laughs>
0: well, they definitely do it. So, before before we break down the food, why don't you break down the cafe for us? Tell us tell us what we ha- what they have to offer.
1: So, the cafe is going to be our fancy word for Starbucks, <laughs> a nice large Starbucks, and it is the second Starbucks location in Epcot. But again, I was saying before that this is really. Close to the entrance, front of the park, near arrival. So the cafe is going to be open for breakfast. The eatery is not. So at Starbucks, you're going to have your breakfast options. Lots of egg sandwiches, different pastries, and of course, the coffee that so many of you love.
0: One of the things that I thought was really cool about the design, and I'm going to keep going back to it because it is so new. As you're walking around that Starbucks, you'll see that there are different coffee pots from around the world obviously lending itself to Epcot, giving us an idea of what it is as it's evolved over time. And you can really see just the, the attention to detail here. It's not just a regular Starbucks, just like we've seen them throughout the parks. This has a very specific theming too. I think they did a really good job with that.
1: And I think that's it. We always talk about the work that Imagineer has put into things and the amount of time really spent on these that we may not notice. And I think they did do a little bit more to showcase things like you said there is the wall with the pots there is phenomenal mural work all about harvesting food and really connecting with the land so some great things in there to walk around and enjoy versus just grab your food and run
0: but from our perspective from what we saw Starbucks menu is Starbucks menu. We're not we're not really breaking the mold there. Not, nothing that I saw unless you saw something different that really departs from what our traditional Starbucks menu would be for, for breakfast options.
1: Well, the one departure is going to be that liege waffle that I spoke about. So if you're all about that sweet breakfast, my mom always says it's vacation. You can have whatever you want. <laughs>
0: Whenever um, you want. Yes, of course.
1: That is found on both menus, both at the cafe and the eatery, because again, Hours are subject to change, but for instance, right now we're heading into summer. The cafe is opening at 8.30 because we all know people want their coffee, but the eatery is not opening till 11, but at either of those, you can get those waffles.
0: So let's segue over to the eatery then. If, if it's 11 o'clock and, and you're nearing that lunch hour, or maybe it's later and you're nearing that dinner hour, talk to us about the eatery options.
1: Well, as you said, you and I were there together and Jeff had the experience of watching me go to a restaurant that is new and order pretty much, you know, one of everything on the menu. I want to see it, taste it, get some photos and sadly throw a lot of it out because how many meals can I eat?
0: <laughs> well, um, I, I tried to help you, but to be fair, there's only so much that two people can eat. But, you know, you
1: did. it's really kind of a unique menu in my mind. They want to have some of those classics. You've got a hamburger, you've got pizza, but they don't want people to say, oh, is it all fast food? Is it all like going to, you know, those golden arch people? So besides your standard for your picky eater, most things were served as a secondary option or even a third as something with a twist. So for example, on the pizza, there's a curry spice plant-based pizza and for the burger there is not only a mediterranean burger but a bon mini burger with a miso marinated beef um a french bistro burger caramelized onions bacon brie i mean who doesn't love brie cheese (laughs) on that nice brioche bun and then a couple of salads um jeff you were more into the salad than i was but what did you think of the general chow salad
0: well the general salad is exactly as. as it reads right so you've got this just traditional asian type salad that you would get really at in any kind of for lack of a better term any kind of a bagged salad that you would buy at, maybe at a supermarket they've done this now it's become it's become a trend you can get an asian bagged salad whether it's got the kale blend broccoli slaw you know red bell peppers mandarin oranges that type of thing so anything that you would think of that's what you would get but then the The chicken itself for the, for the ease of describing it, essentially imagine a chicken finger style sized piece of chicken that's been divided, you know, towering, leaning into the center for the presentation with the general chow sauce, you know, put onto it. So presentation was one thing that you and I talked about a lot in this particular quick service. The presentation for what they had there was very dynamic you know, but essentially, you're getting you're getting General sales chicken fingers on top of an Asian salad. That that was what we ended up with.
1: And I do think that kind of goes back to the plating. I think when you have a real plate, they feel like a chef and they want to deliver it nicer than here's your burger and fries.
0: Correct. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: And I'll tell you, you know, it's not more expensive than any of the other fast food locations. And so it just, I don't know, maybe there's something about me when I sit down, like it's on that China and I really feel like I'm sitting and eating and enjoying a meal much more so than when I do a quick service.
0: I agree. It it definitely did not have a quick service feel once you sat down at the table. However, the ordering experience, whether it's mobile ordering, which we did, or whether it's waiting in line for just ordering, still very much that quick service feel.
1: It is. And I will say the oxymoron to this side of connections is, you know, maybe you're there on a colder day and you want something warm to heat you up a little bit. If you're on this side of connections, they have the typical Joffrey's coffee. So I think it's interesting, right, in that same building, they're serving both of those, the <laughs> Joffrey's and the Starbucks, depending which register you go to.
0: Before we move on and go into some other stuff too, I, I do want to go back to what you had said in the beginning where they're preparing these waffles in a in a very visual way, right? Everything about this location is incredibly visual. That was obviously what they were going with there. You can see them preparing everything, that's a cool little feature that we don't get to see at every location in Walt Disney World. That was definitely part of the the on-stage show that goes along with this particular location. I think it was a good decision on their part. It tells the story about the waffle that then you went back and 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 looked at and wanted to make sure that you were getting the authentic experience that they were presenting. But it definitely was a talking piece. That end the the dishware that you're eating off of we walked away from this experience talking about both of those things so that from that perspective i think they did a very good job
1: and that's true and i think i'll say that it's definitely more than many of the restaurants on property that now have gone to that open kitchen concept right this is great for your five-year-old all the way to your 12 year old they can get up pretty close with those people you know again there is that glass or plexi window in between but they're standing five feet eight feet apart they're really seeing what they're doing and watching them make it and again it, kudos to all the cast uh, maybe i shouldn't say this on our recording <laughs> i don't know that i could work in a fishbowl and smile and wave at people all day long
0: That's definitely what it is. That's definitely what it is. That's why
1: I'm on this side of the mic, not (laughs) that side of the glass. But we were watching some of the interactions because we took a table near there. So we were able to watch for quite a bit. And they're happy to wave and kind of show and pantomime some of the things. So while you're watching the cooking, again, you're getting that piece of Disney magic.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right. Let's move on to some, some of our sweeter options, if you will. We did get a chance to experience some of the dessert. I know that we had pretty strong opinions on it. I'm going to let you go first. You are as totally, um, evidenced by our past conversations. You have a sweet tooth. So we're going to let you kind of talk about this.
1: I have a sweet tooth. I will say my guilty pleasure can sometimes be sweet tarts mike and i because i should probably hide while i say those things as a grown adult woman (laughs) but i say that to give people an idea that i'm okay with that sugar rush um and so we had that liege waffle which again that's that yeast dough coated in a pearl sugar whipped cream chocolate sauce i could have those every day yeah they were very. probably shouldn't but could um (laughs) We also tried one of the milkshakes that they're really hoping to be known for. They've really touted this apple pie gelato shake. I tried. Jeff, you gave it the old college try. We both tried a second time thinking maybe we needed to mix it more. Maybe we needed to dig further in the cup. I will say that it was absolutely way too sweet for me.
0: Yeah, it was way too sweet for me too, and it almost had a an artificial sweetener taste to it from my perspective. And I'm, I, truth be told, I'm, I'm very sensitive to those types of tastes. I love me something that's sweet, and I love anything that has to do with ice cream. But this shake, it was not something that I think I would order again. Only because of the things that we just mentioned, it, it came across as just way too much for me. It was apple pie spice on steroids for, for me. I would definitely order the waffle. I don't think I'd go back for the shake.
1: And I mean, let's be honest. It's Epcot. I'm going to head into World Showcase then and grab another dessert. There is no shortage of great things to eat in Epcot.
0: Absolutely. So what else have we missed? What else do we want to mention about this new location?
1: So you did allude to the mobile ordering. And again, I have really become a fan of mobile ordering. I do say it requires planning ahead when possible use that time when you're standing in line for a ride or you know waiting for somebody to go to the bathroom to kind of pass your phone around it might be three o'clock and you don't want dinner till 5 30 but that's the perfect time to order dinner you're kind of multitasking using your time well and getting yourself that time slot because there are limited slots per day so even though they're open till nine at night typically I am finding that come 7 o'clock some night, 7.30, there are no more slots for the whole evening. And likewise, if at 4.45, I want 5 o'clock dinner, I might find that I'm getting a 6.30 slot. So use the mobile ordering to your advantage. Use it to kill time when you're trying to get a line or other things and then not to have to stand in line to pick up. It is really great. Um, this location is very large It is well air conditioned. I think it's phenomenally well lit and has a lot of glass outer walls. You can keep an eye on the weather, but if you're hoping to get out of the rain or the heat for a little bit, this is the spot to do it. And I'll give you one other little tip. There is a really long bench with, you know, tables for two or four in front of it lengthwise, closest to where the Guardian's ride is. And if you look down near the bottom of the bench, you will see that they put USB plugs and regular outlets there. So a great charging location as well.
0: Well, and you had mentioned mobile ordering. You know, we had the the total luxury of experiencing the Guardian's ride. Might be a great option if as you're going into your your Guardian's ride experience to to figure out your mobile order for when you come out. So Definitely right there, like I said in the beginning, well-themed, well, pun intended, connected to the gift shop on the other side. It's definitely, you're starting to see between those two locations and the Guardian's Ride, really what this new reimagining of Epcot is really starting to look like. It's, it's exciting.
1: I can't wait to see more of it.
0: Well, Sandy, thanks for taking the time this week. I really appreciate it. And uh, I really enjoyed our dining experience. I hope you did too.
1: I did. Thank you.
0: And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great
1: week. And as always, keep making memories.